Welcome to the Daring DVM podcast, the veterinary podcast that teaches you how to use psychology, coaching, and your doctor brain to rewire your mind and get what you want in life. If your life is not what you had imagined it would look like 10 years ago, and you're desperately looking for ways to make it how you thought it would be, then this podcast is for you. I am your host, Dr. Amy Grimm, Certified Veterinary Life Coach, Goal-Getting Girl, and Life Work Alignment Pro. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 20 of the Daring DVM podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you today because we're going to discuss how to figure out what you want. Last week, we talked about the reasons why you struggle to figure out what it is that you do want. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, hit pause, go back, and then rejoin me for today's one. And while you're at it, please take a moment to rate and review this podcast on Apple and Spotify, because your input helps me determine what it is that you want to hear about, and it helps me reach more people who could benefit from these types of teachings. Win, win. So, why do you need to figure out what you want? I don't want you to just take my word for it. And you're going to need a compelling reason to do the work on yourself. Otherwise, you're never going to make it past the resistance that you will feel when you get started and along the way. If you've had a habit of telling yourself that you don't know what you want, then your brain is going to feel challenged by these exercises. Kind of like how your muscles feel when you start working out again after a long break. Many of us know what we don't want. In fact, many of us find it really easy to go into a long detailed list of all the things that we don't want. You tell yourself and other people every single day all the things that you don't want. But you might have noticed that knowing what you don't want doesn't necessarily mean that you know what you do want. So sometimes it can be hard to figure out what to do next. When you're constantly focused on what you don't want, you'll continue to get more of what you don't want, even though you don't want it. You need to give your brain something to focus on, like what you do want in order to get a different result. It's also very difficult to do any planning or goal setting or any kind of development work if you don't know what it is that you're trying to achieve. This is why it is so important to figure out what you do want because this is the roadmap to your dreams. The shit part is we often block ourselves from figuring out what we want without even realizing it. And there are many reasons. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode yet, then go dive in because once you have that awareness, it'll be much easier to figure out what to do next. So what does it feel like to actually know what you want? I think it's important to talk about this because many of us put this whole notion of knowing what we want up on a pedestal. We think that knowing what we want will make us feel amazing. We tell ourselves that people who do know what they want must have it all figured out 
and that their lives are amazing. But the truth is, knowing what you want is often very uncomfortable. Especially when there's a big-ass gap between where you are and where you want to be. So don't expect it to feel good, okay? There will be an element of it feeling good, and it's also going to bring up a lot of uncomfortable feelings, like fear and self-doubt and confusion. So I just want you to know that if you feel uncomfortable and maybe a little bit excited, but also kind of like you want to puke, then you are on the right track. You also want to take the pressure off. Putting a bunch of pressure on yourself and telling yourself that you should have figured out what you want by now is going to keep you stuck. It seems counterintuitive because many of us put pressure on ourselves to motivate ourselves, and many of us believe that taking the pressure off will leave us in a place where we never truly figure out what we want because we now have a lack of drive or motivation. And this is not true. When you live in the world of I should, then you are going to feel desperate and frantic and it's not going to help you figure out your goals. Do not beat yourself up for not having everything figured out yet. Be kind and compassionate to yourself and you will open up your world of possibilities. Also, be careful with what you say to yourself. Telling yourself that you don't know what you want will just keep you in a state of not knowing. A subtle way to change this is to say to yourself, I am figuring out what I want. When you believe that you are figuring it out, you allow your brain to question and explore and show you ideas that you may not have even thought of before. And lastly, as you're listening to this episode, I want you to know that you should not be surprised if your brain is reluctant to get started on these activities or to come up with answers. The truth is, if you haven't figured out what you want yet, it's because you've been letting your brain off the hook. Your brain can be so lazy and it will not want to work. And that's okay. Just because figuring out what you want can be challenging does not mean that something has gone wrong. This is just part of the process. Okay, so let's dive in. Step number one to figuring out what you want is to focus on one area of your life. Last week we talked about how you need to set priorities, because if you have more than three priorities, you actually have none. You need to be very specific about this area of your life. If you're always keeping your ideas vague and on a big picture level, then you'll never nail down the steps that you need to take in order to create what you want. Pick one area of your life, be specific, and give it 100% of your attention, and do not get overwhelmed by trying to change everything all at once. If you want to figure out what you want in your career, or your home life, or a particular relationship, or maybe your body image, whatever it is, just pick one thing and focus on that one thing with all your energy. Step number two is dare to dream. Allow yourself to dream without judgment. 
One of the reasons we struggle is because we judge our dreams and goals and ambitions before we even give ourselves a chance to entertain them. We do this to protect ourselves from the shame or disappointment we would feel if we fail. We also do this to protect ourselves from other people's opinions and judgments of us and our desires. But what if you could allow yourself to dream without considering whether you can or should go after it? When you separate out the generation of your idea from the judgment of your idea, you will find this process to be a million times easier. Brainstorming and judging simultaneously will keep you stuck. Dreaming without judgment takes practice, especially if you have been in the habit of blocking your dreams before they have even been considered. Just give it a try. Take a sheet of paper, write Dare to Dream at the top, and then allow yourself to dream without any restrictions or practicalities or concerns about whether or not this is even realistic or achievable. Just write the dreams down. Once you've done this, you can then go to a separate piece of paper where you write down all of your thoughts and judgments about them. This is where you will see all of your judgments come up. It is an excellent place for coaching because these are the thoughts and beliefs that you tell yourself about the reasons why what you want is not possible for you. Learning to reframe these and break through these beliefs is what will allow you to go after what you have written down on your dream page. Another way to approach this is to reverse engineer what you don't want. This can be helpful for those of you who have difficulty getting your brain to see past all the things that you don't want, or for those of you who really struggle with self-judgment. Looking at what you don't want will help you clarify what you do want as long as you don't remain focused on the negative. Make a list of everything that you don't want, but instead of leaving it like this, you are then going to rewrite them and turn them into things that you do want. It does not have to be something that is immediately attainable. These can be long-term goals. It's a pretty simple exercise, but it can have a huge impact in allowing you to write down and to really see and imagine the life that you do want in the future. Another exercise that helps if you have trouble imagining a better future is to instead identify your future regrets. What will future you regret not doing? For example, when I was deciding whether I wanted to quit vet med full-time and start a coaching career, this exercise helped me a lot. It was a challenging decision for me to make because my whole life up to this point had been to go to vet school and to become a veterinarian. My present self had a hard time deciding whether to let go of what I had previously thought my life would look like. However, when I looked to my future self, I knew for sure that future me would regret never taking a chance on something new. And that is what made my choice so much clearer to me. I knew that if I did not give this new opportunity and career a chance, I would look back and regret it. And you know what? Thank goodness I did that. Because now I still get to work as a veterinarian part-time 
and I get to do this kick-ass coaching career. So win, win. Thank you, future regret. Okay, so now you have a page with your wants and goals. The next step is to bring it all together. Look at everything you wrote down and create a clear statement of what you want in each area of your life and then tie it into a statement about your whole life. You may find that a lot of these desires overlap. This part of piecing it together can feel a little uncomfortable because oftentimes there's going to be a big gap between where you are now and where you want to be. And if you're anything like me, your brain immediately offers you thoughts about you being a failure or not good enough because you don't already have what it is that you want. But please don't let that deter you. Know that it will be uncomfortable to overcome your self-doubt and overwhelm and fears of failure because those are the exact things that you have been trying to avoid up until now. Take a look at your statements of what you want and then remember, you are going to pick just one area to focus on. I know for us, all or nothing thinkers out there that it is super tempting to just pick everything all at once. But don't do this, please, I beg you. Pick one area to focus on with 100% of your time and energy. Also remember that when you're looking at these things, you will be tempted to judge whether or not they are even possible. Don't do this. You've already written down an entire separate page with a whole bunch of thoughts or judgments. You don't need to judge them again. Asking yourself whether something is possible is in fact the wrong question. This isn't an exercise to figure out what may be possible for you because the truth is, if you go all in and you focus on one area at a time and you commit no matter what, and you are okay with everything taking as long as it's going to take, you will eventually figure out how to make this your new reality. When you want something badly enough and clearly enough, it cannot help but become possible. So don't get caught up in thinking about whether or not it's even a possibility. If someone else out there in the world has the thing that you want, you can have it too. And if nobody else has it yet, it just means that you could be the first one to achieve it. Also, don't let time be a big consideration here. Just because something is going to take a long time to achieve doesn't mean that you should not let yourself want it. Time is going to keep ticking away regardless. You're not getting out of this life alive. So don't be afraid to dream big and go after it and give it your all. And friends, please do these exercises and write them down. I know a lot of you are going to listen to this podcast and nod your head and say, yeah, that's a really good idea. And you'll think about it. And that will not be enough. You really have to state it on paper to bring it into your reality to make it come true. The final step is to give yourself some coaching. You can self-coach or you can work with a coach. 
this is the part of your journey where you're going to take that sheet of paper where you wrote down all of the judgments and thoughts that are holding you back, and you are going to work on them. You are going to learn new ways of thinking. You are going to learn to question what you're thinking. One simple way to start this process is to focus on bridging thoughts. So, say you want to run a marathon, and you have never run more than a mile before, and you do not really believe yourself when you say, I will run a marathon. What you can do is start altering this thought ever so slightly by just adding a few words. Try it out and see what feels right to you. So if your thought is, I will run a marathon, you can start by saying, maybe it is possible that I can run a marathon. I am learning to believe that maybe it is possible that I can run a marathon. I am becoming a person who believes that maybe it's possible for me to run a marathon. Whatever your goal is, play around with versions of these types of sentences and see what clicks. What thought is believable to you now? And then practice that thought on the daily. When you're starting your training or when you're thinking about the marathon or you're in the future and you're doubting yourself, practice the thought of maybe it's possible. And when that thought feels true to you, you can then move on to things like, it is possible for me to run a marathon. I am learning that I can run a marathon. I am a person who believes that it is possible for me to run a marathon. And you just keep building from there. You keep making slight adjustments to each new believable version until you grow to believe that I will run a marathon is true. And it's as good as done. This type of thinking works because your reticular activating system will start hearing this thought over and over and over and it will determine that it must be important because you keep thinking about it. When your brain decides that this is important, it will start to filter out all the information and the preconceived ideas that you have about why you cannot achieve the goal. Once you start to gain traction, it just gets easier and easier. It's like your belief and confidence in yourself just grow exponentially. The other reason this thought work works is because you cannot achieve anything unless you believe that you're the kind of person who can achieve it. Our brain is always trying to prove us right. So by latching onto believable thoughts, and repeating them again and again and again, you will start to see yourself differently. And as you start to see yourself differently, you will feel and act differently, and this is what will make the difference. So, in closing, let me ask you, do you know what you want? The reality is that you do know what you want, and you've just been staying in confusion so that you do not have to face uncomfortable emotions and do the work of actually going after the things that you want in your life. The crazy part about this is that it's uncomfortable to not know what to do, and it's uncomfortable to remain in a place where you know that you don't want to be. But somehow, 
our brain tricks us into believing that this form of discomfort is better than the discomfort of knowing what to do and the discomfort of actually going after it. The truth is, you're going to feel uncomfortable whether you stay where you are or whether you go after your dreams. So why wouldn't you take a chance on yourself and go after the life that you truly want? Okay, everyone, I would love it if you would share with me what it is that you want and how you're planning to go after it. You can do this by messaging me on Instagram at DaringDVM or send me an email at vetcoach at daringdvm.com. That's V-E-T, vet for veterinarian, vetcoach at daringdvm.com. I would love to hear about your dreams and desires because I would love to send you all the positive vibes and follow your journey and support you along the way. And as always, if you would like personalized one-on-one coaching and help in creating a life that you love, I would be so honored to help you. You can do this by reaching out on Instagram, sending me an email, or scheduling a consult on my website, www.daringdvm.com. I love who you are, and even more than that, I love who you are becoming. Dare to dream. You've got this. If you love what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come coach with me in my Daring DVM coaching program. It's where you get individual help applying these concepts to your own life. This is where we address your challenges, crush your goals, and create your dream life. It's where I help other veterinarians who are struggling, just like I once was, to create and cultivate their dream life too. Helping you is my favorite thing to do and it will change your life. I guarantee it. Come coach with me at www.daringdvm.com forward slash coaching. That's daringdvm.com forward slash coaching. I cannot wait to meet you. Dare to dream.